So I've got a bold claim here, but I know the best beach in Adelaide. And right. that beach happens to be Maslin's Beach. <laughs> yes. Now, I go down there quite often and I uh, love going for a swim there. I take my little yeah, beach okay. tent, I take my books and Never I have invited a great time. Us. Nah, because I like the beach to be a private experience for myself. I suppose that's what Maslin's is all about, isn't mm, it? Well, this is the thing. As soon as I say I went to Maslin's Beach, the first question is, did you get your norks out? Yeah. <laughs> did you get the porky pigs out? Yeah. <laughs> Were they out? How many words have you got for Sweater stretches. Well, <laughs> you know, it, it is the inquisitive mind that when someone says Maslin, you do have to ask because nudists are an interesting breed of people. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I don't go nude when I go to Maslin's. I I have been changed on the beach, but I'm not, you know... Right, and do you see many other nude people down there? No, this is the thing. So this is the thing. There is never a nude person down there when I've been there, and I've been there a lot. In fact, the last time I went there, it was so chock-a-block with families and people alike all just hanging there having a great time because it is a beautiful beach. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if it's just a rumour started by someone who has like an Esplanade house there, just a balcony like, hey, it's a nude beach, come down. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I'll Some get my binoculars out. Swanning around in their robe, you know. <laughs> yeah. Callum, I didn't realise you lived on the Esplanade on. of Maslin's. <laughs> yeah, Callum is one of those people that when I say I went to Maslin's, it's a straightaway question. Yeah. Did you well, get nude? It's Did an interesting thing. It's an interesting thing to. But I told like, you no you three times yesterday. Yeah. You told me, you no, still had to bring you told me no once. <laughs> <laughs> How often are you thinking about and it? And I had to ask again because it Just seemed a bit fishy. <laughs> no, but I want to know: Have you actually ever gone nude down at Maslin's? Well, let's go to Seaford. We've got Dom. Dom, mate, have you been naked down at Maslin's? Yes, you have, buddy. You beauty. Look out, Dom. Now, Dom, we got to ask the age-old question. Have you ever gone, like, a little bit excited down there? Oh, yeah, Dom. Do you go in the bushes oh, or do you go in the ocean? How do you hide that one? It, look, it's been a burning <laughs> question. I've always wondered. <laughs> I usually just hide in the water because it's not big enough. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you, Excuse Dom. Me, you two, little root rats. You don't need to be like that. <laughs> well, Church from Salisbury, have you ever been naked down at Maslin's? Yes, I have. There you go, Church. So you've made the you've made the long pilgrimage, really, from Salisbury all the way down to Maslin's to get your kid off. Uh, I didn't uh, live in Salisbury then. I lived um, um, oh, Clarence Gardens way. Yeah, but uh, my husband then and I. So it's over forty years ago. Yeah, oh, you'd both you'd that, both get into the birthday suits and go down. Yeah, to yeah, we but yeah, because as you walk down, there's a sign that says. Clad, like um, unclad and clad. Yeah. clad. Mm. So you you can get undressed there, and then you can go down to the nudist part. Happy days! It's just that easy, Davo. You got to <laughs> you got to head down. Hey, Michelle from Kidman Park, have you ever been naked down at Maslin's? Absolutely. <laughs> and what are you doing down there? Playing a bit of frisbee, or? Um, pretty much. We used to like dig a massive hole in the sand and take like two kilos of prawn, two <laughs> bottles of champagne, fill up the hole with ice, Jeez. put the champagne in so it's like an esky, and then eat the prawn naked. Michelle, I had no idea where you were going to go wow. with that. Well, when you started with I, we dig a hole in the sand, I yeah. thought, oh, God, what have we done? <laughs> Bathing with the prawns in the ice? Yeah. Sounds like a good time, Michelle. Yeah, I might come down That's to the fine. next Maslin's All right, meet. Can I bring the tent? <laughs> hey, lastly, we're heading to Newton. We've got Wayne on the line. Wayne, mate, have you ever been naked down at Maslin's? 
I got paid to be nude at Maslin's, mate. Oh, oh you out the rig on him. How do I get that gig? <laughs> um, well, my agent called me and said, uh, do you have any tattoos? And I said, no. And so I got a job on Maslin's uh, in the film, on the, doing a nude scene in the film Water Diviner for Russell Crowe. Water oh, Diviner? Wow, that's massive. ended up on a 60-foot screen. Wow. Mm. So are you nude? are you nude in the movie? Yeah, nude in the movie, mate. Did you see all the bits and bobs, oh. or did you see? Uh, no, I was lucky. Uh, I stayed in the water, but I got burnt is... in some places. I don't even want to talk about because I'm white, and I it was like 35 degrees on the day. Oh, oh no, mate! How'd no, you? Dude, how... Day in the water. And Wayne, it was pretty full on. Wayne, how'd yeah. you treat the sunburn? A bit of aloe vera. <laughs> Alabama, mate. Always, always. <laughs> Alabama, a little bit more seawater. Can I ask, was Russell Crowe nude in the movie? Uh, no, no. He was, when he was arriving on the beach, and because uh, it's about uh, Gallipoli, uh, all the oh, boys, the only way they could wash there was washing in the, in the beach. So uh, they had to have some nude boats in the beach. But Russell yeah, right. Crowe did come and have a little uh, session with us where he had a football huddle, and he's with all the nude blokes, and uh, we're all in dressing gowns, and he, he wanted us to leave because we were all going to, not wear any coverage over our bits, and he uh, said we should rethink that because uh, you know it's going to be on a sixty-foot screen and yeah. be three-foot big. Did you get excited in front <laughs> of the crow man? No. All right. It was an interesting day. Interesting <laughs> yeah, day. It sounds like it. You're listening to Dave Tom and Callum, the podcast. Today is the 1st of December, which marks the first day of summer. It also marks that Movember has finished for another year. Movember, of course, is a leading charity changing the face of men's health. And this Movember, me and Callum decided to join them. Together, we can make a difference for men's health in prostate cancer, testicular cancer, mental health and suicide prevention. Help stop men dying too young. Yes, and it's such an important cause. And I guess throughout our life, and particularly this year, we have had instances from each of these categories sort of pop up within our own lives if it's through second degree of knowing someone third degree but it's definitely happening it's all out there so we were so supportive and really wanting to do this cause is really nice thing to do yeah, yeah and we know with men's health as well it's so important to raise awareness for it because it is definitely um, like male suicide is the leading cause in male deaths in Australia which is so full on yeah it's- and uh, yeah, I was just going to say, it's definitely something that's not talked about that, uh, as much as it should be. Yeah, so doing something like this is great. I mean, other than the fact you guys look absolutely ratty as. <laughs> that's what you say. That's what you say. We've had a few compliments. A few. A few. Yeah. Sub five, yes. Yeah. But probably, they, probably like one They max. float around. <laughs> but yeah, it was an awesome thing to raise awareness for. And raise awareness we did because we went on a hunt and a scavenger to message people and seize donations, tell people about the cause. Correct. So we both had a goal of reaching a thousand dollars um and start off with yesterday we were both shy of that thousand dollars when yes. we talked about it we did a push on air to try and get some last minute donations Callum was at about 957 dollars it was very close i wasn't very close i had a bit of an abysmal effort actually yeah, i was only at 426 426 and so what happened then tom is that you as we spoke about briefly yesterday's competitiveness is um well your forte mm. and so what happened something the took over war. you and you decided that I am going to ruin this man. It, this was, man it was disgusting. And while I came in pretty <laughs> I... confident that morning with my $950 and I looked the night before and I was like, oh, Tom's got 450 This is 
cat in the bag. So I came in. Unfortunately, Tom got the better of him, and he messages Footy Club, which has like 150 people in it. So racked up a bunch of donations there. Yeah, but like it's also the last day of November, so people had already donated. You know, not, like not everyone's going to donate twice. Not everyone has a lot of money. Uh, the, the, like it was just you know. I just had to message some people. I tried to get the natural route of going I mean, stories and, you know, email stuff and message group chats while Callum was just privately messaging everyone. So then I was like, you know what? This is what I have to well, do. Well, I think it's funny because you was, were dissing me for the private message initially, saying you can't back people into a corner and private message them. And, and it is a noble cause. Like, it definitely is. Yeah. Raising yeah. money for this was so important. But your attitude yesterday, Tom, my God, it stank, didn't it? No, not at all. It was... I donated to Callum. He didn't donate to me. <sighs> but, okay. <laughs> yeah. So what happened? Yeah, exactly. Well, you mean, I will Lost donate words. to you. I'm no, going to no, donate to you, obviously. I, I watched for about two hours yesterday of Tom teasing Callum. Yeah. Hardcore, Absolutely. cornering him, and I actually felt sorry for Callum. Yeah, well, believe I, it or not, <laughs> as much as it is, you wanted me to get the punishment. Yeah, and it's funny though with the group chats. The thing I had to resort to yesterday after all of Tom's teasing, I literally had to resort to a group chat with fifty people in it of people I've never met to say some rock climbing club I got invited to. So I resorted to that, but very nice people. A few people did donate. So, Callum, what, how much did you end up with in the end? How much money did you raise? So, in the end, beat the budget, 1045 Not bad. Not well bad. done, well done. Very well done. Okay, thank you. That deserves a round of applause. I um, also beat budget. I did 1267 Don't play music. You cannot play We Are The Champions. Who I'd put like that to, in the computer? I'd like to thank my family. That first is of terrible. All. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to well, thank Callum for well being Tom. a good sport. That was really good. You did really well. Congratulations. You are the winner. Yes. So what this means is that Callum is now our loser. And uh, we've got a bunch of punishments on the wheel here. Should yes. we breathe out some of them? There's ice bath, shave off eyebrows, swim in the torrents, bleach mo and eyebrows, Wax your nipples, a dollar every stuff up for a month, shave half the mo, <laughs> or make the mullet blonde. We could make some serious cash on the stuff ups, but hey, yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah, we could. Callum, yeah. uh, it's Of course, time all to... the money for the stuff ups will go Good back into my Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Callum, right. the time has come to find out what your punishment will be. All right, you're going to give me a spin that wheel? Spin, spin that, that wheel! wheel. He spun it. That's a good spin. It nearly fell oh, over. Spin. I just don't want shaved eyebrows. It's swimming the torrent. Oh! Yes. Oh, that was the one I was I'm hoping gonna for. I'm going to get conjunctivitis. I hope you know that. This is a grim end for me. This is where I say goodbye. Stay tuned, Adelaide. Callum will be in the torrent soon. Also, Callum, I'm down there most nights for rowing training. It is not in good shape at the moment, mate. <laughs> You're gonna need a bigger podcast. Dave Tom and Callum, the podcast. We're very exciting. We're talking the top 92 because voting is now open. You can head over to the website, fresh927.com.au, or there is a link on the Instagram at fresh927. So this event every single year is so much fun. It's all going down on the 14th of January and it's happening at the, the Pier Hotel in Glenelg. It's going to be a cracking day. Fun fact, Davo, this will be Callum and I's first top 92. Yes. Last, yes. last year we weren't able to go because uh, we COVID. were in, COVID restrictions. Yeah, close, close contacts. Yeah. 
there and before that we've been working and stuff so this yeah. is the first time and we only hear amazing things we're always stuck looking at the socials at the stories seeing right. how cool it is you've never been at all no, no not at never. all we've oh, never no. done before okay. that I was always be working like that day or night at the pub because I couldn't get it off fair so I um I actually drove from Port Augusta one year just for that party like it is so much fun you've got to come down and it's free it's a bloody free yeah. event but of course before we get to the event we've got the voting process now there has been so many bangers to come out this year I have struggled to choose my favourite so have I Davo but I think this is the one that I'd like to see come to- uh, number one yeah. Idris Muhammad with Could Heaven Ever Be Like This It's just such a fun tune Yeah, it's a good one eh? It's yeah. got a good summer vibe to it It certainly does You yeah. have to envision it You have to envision like Could this be number one? Will it pop off? And I can That is a good one yeah. It is a great one Now, usually I go for Fisher Because he is my boy But yeah. I've decided that I'd mix it up And really keep you guys guessing oh, So okay. I think my number one song might be Amsterdam <laughs> Off my face, don't know where I am Cause I got my drugs from Amsterdam Oh, oh that is the oh, filthiest drop Get the wet wipes you ready know, when you hear that You know how many times we haven't got past the first minute of the song Cause we keep going back to that drop when we play <laughs> yeah. it And we all, every time, scream filth It can't be done It's so filthy And oh yeah, we can't help but go Oh <laughs> Callum, what's your number one pick? <laughs> so my number one pick And I'm tossing up between so many different ones I was a mm. big stander of Fred again for a while yeah. And I still do love him He will get a vote But hey, my I'm number sure one Fred song again would be up there. Definitely, I reckon he will. But my number one this year will be Miss You by Oliver Tree. Yes. Uh, we were rocking out to this in the studio before. You know what? I take everything back. I want this to be number one. Dead this is a banger. We all seem to win- wait for the drop. Oh, damn. <laughs> Every time that drop comes on, the three of us just... Like, always jump all together, could, all in sync. We could be it's in a fight, best. we could be in a brawl, Oliver Dredge just stops that. All right, Fresh Fam, we want to know what your number one song of 2022 is. So first one here, top song, Yeah, The Girls by Fisher. Oh, I love this song so much. You love Fisher so much. Oh, I, I know. love him. Did it, did it kill you, Davo, to not say Fisher for your song recommendation? I yeah. mean, he just slipped out by a little yeah, bit. Yeah. You just knew someone texted in, didn't you? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we got here as well. Number one song has to be Miracle Maker by Dom Dollar. Oh. Yeah. Who doesn't love Dom Dollar? He is just... Love it. Hasn't come out with a bad song, I don't reckon. How are we going to narrow this down to just ten songs to vote for? This is insane. Next one here, Messy in Heaven. That's a great track. Then we've got Fred again, Delilah. Pull me out. Fred again, surely got to have some top songs in the top ten. Yeah. He's got so many good ones. He just keeps bringing out more and more bangers. He's about to really go off. I know. Y- y'all you. making fun of me when I said he's about to go off. <laughs> did you say um, y'all? I did. <laughs> okay. So we've also got here, In Lou With You, Davo, Amsterdam for 2022. Yeah, yes, we great know that song. one. And uh, someone said, Sub Focus, Off The Ground. Oh. Yeah. That 
Mike does go hard. That would be a fun number one. Honestly, any of these songs are winners, but make sure you get your vote in. Go to our Instagram at Fresh927, check on the link and go for it, Yeah, guys. check out the website too, fresh927.com.au. You're listening to Dave Tom and Callum, the podcast. We all love nursery rhymes as oh, kids. Yeah. They're very good, very fun and entertaining. And however, they are designed to be for kids a bit lighthearted, but they have sinister backgrounds, we found out. Mm. We found a list on the internet that has the origin stories of some classic nursery rhymes and how dark they actually are. I mean, to be fair, they always sound a little bit creepy, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. They're very oh, yeah. sing Well, whenever you see, like, a nursery rhyme put into a scary film, it just makes it so much creepier than oh, what yeah. you think. If anyone reads out a nursery rhyme in a scary film, or if it's a kid reading out a nursery rhyme, mm. terrible, terrifying. Terrible. It completely changes the mood. But hey, we got some classics. We got Jack and Jill. Yeah, everyone knows this one. And it sounds quite quaint, doesn't it? But Jack and Jill is actually about a love affair between an unmarried couple who regularly meet on a hill for romantic doings. Okay, I thought they were I brother thought, and yeah. sister. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> God, we I all hope did. they're not. We I hope not did. either. And we haven't delved enough into the research of the origins. If they are brother and sister, let's hope not. But according to the legend, Jill became pregnant and Jack died just before the birth of the child. So it's a really sad story. Yeah, okay, right. Uplifting for your Thursday morning. Yeah, right? absolutely. Well, uh, we also Just got what you need at six forty nine AM. <laughs> we got Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty. Oh, what's this egg been up to? I can't promise this is gonna be more uplifting <laughs> or less <laughs> So pretty much, this is military history. Humpty Dumpty was actually a gigantic cannon used in the Civil War in 1648. Mm. So it was a killing machine. Humpty Dumpty was a killing machine. Couldn't believe it. And when it fell off the wall, that translates to when the cannon, sort of the station that the cannon was in, it dropped down because it got shot at and it fell to the ground. Yeah, I feel like um, I've heard the Humpty Dumpty one before. I feel like that's the one nursery rhyme that I knew had a bit of a dark twist to it. Yeah. Mm. Like Jack and Jill, never knew. Just thought that old brother-sister that had a bit of a bad trip. could be brother yeah. and sister. Let's not outrule that. It could be an even darker story. We got three blind mice. Three blind mice. Now this one has a creepy undertone already. Yeah, yeah. but also like blind mice. Like how sad for them, you know? Mm. Mm. Now is this actually about mice and are they blind? You should feel sad for them. They're not about mice, but they're about people. So this is from Queen Mary I of England. The three blind mice refers to her order to have the three bishops, which are the mice, viciously, uh, viciously tortured, and oh. uh, including blinding. So, oh. And then there was a little burning to death at the stake. Okay. Ah. So there was, yeah, full-on interesting history there. A bit gruesome, but that's your three blind mice for you. Moral of the story, just give your t- kids an iPad and let them watch Netflix yeah, or something. Yeah, give, give them the electronics for the <laughs> love of let's God. Let's get rid of the nursery Flappy rhymes. Flappy Bird doesn't have a creepy origin, does <laughs> it? You know what? I'm really concerned about finding out Rockabye Bear, what the uh, origins are on there. <laughs> Just don't, just don't, don't even look. look. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I get older. The Dave O'Tom and Callum podcast stays the same age. So we spoke about it before, but we all agree that the drop-in at someone's house is definitely a thing of the past. Yeah, mm. It's something we need to let go because people like to have some privacy. And when you're in your home, it's your safe place. Yeah. And you don't necessarily want someone dropping by. Maybe you don't have a bra on. Maybe you're just not prepared, you know? Yeah. Maybe the house is a mess. Well, last night, my mum and I had a bit of an unexpected visitor. So it was... Seems to happen to you a lot, Dave. <laughs> happens to me a bit. <laughs> is your um, house just 
stuck in the past? Like, in, like know, in, a, in a loop in the 70s? <laughs> <laughs> We're in a quiet corner as well. I don't know what's going on, but I get it. You know, people want to just be around me. Yeah. Okay. Um, but last night, um, yeah, we had this unexpected visitor. It was my mum's old workmate by the name of Janet. Now, Janet, Janet shout out. <laughs> Hope, Hope you're listening. listening. <laughs> um, Janet is a bit of a colourful character um, and she's not one to just pop in, have a cuppa and, um, you know, head off. And yeah. I was laying in bed last night trying to get to sleep and I could hear them out the backyard because she decided to have a few beers. Why wouldn't you? Now, just to paint a picture of who Janet is, I've got a bit of a laugh that she has. Now, like I said, I was in bed when I recorded this. <laughs> That laugh. So, so you're like poised in bed. You're not even hiding around the hallway trying to snag a recording. She's loud enough that you're just in your room. You're in your relaxation spot, sitting down. Hey, I'm going to record. You don't need any rainforest sounds. You just need good old Janet. Got a galah. Got a toucan. Forget the rainforest noises. But Janet, um, you know, so what she's saying in that audio, my mum said, oh, you know, I'm 69 now. And she goes, 69's my favourite number. And then laughs like this. And I wonder why, Janet. Good gear from Janet. Yeah, it's not. And she ended up sleeping over. Right. So she's done a comedy. She's done a comedy set with her classic gear of the sixty-nine number, and then she's gone to bed. Hey, I'm going to take some beers and hit the hay. Yeah, it's definitely one of those um, visitors that you don't necessarily want to just uh, unexpectedly pop by. You need to be prepared. Yeah, yeah. I remember um, we get a few visitors a lot as well. A lot of my dad's mates of the same caliber. Jeez. So, and, um, <laughs> and this one, this one bloke, one of his mates. Uh, he came over and keep in mind, two hours before prior, there was all these like West End beer cans in our front yard just littered. Yeah, like, okay. We'd come home from something like a lunch, we're like, that's odd. Pick it up, put it in the bin. We go inside. Two hours later, dad's mate comes over and he's like, oh, you see the beer? You see the cans out the front? See the tins out the front? And we're like, yeah, we did. And he's like, yeah, that was me. I was walking past drinking a few hours ago. Thought I'd chuck them in your lawn. Pretty funny, hey. And we're like, no, not really. Like, we had to pick it up. That's littering our front yard. <laughs> your mum, Deb, puts up with some rough shit. Uh, such a rat pack, your dad and his mates. Yeah, I know. What kind of dude just walks past and throws a West End in our yard? Plenty of people texting in here. Someone said, my mother-in-law has a shocking habit of just dropping in to see the baby. I get it because the baby is cute, as but we repeatedly have to ask her not to. I feel like I'm living like everybody loves Raymond. Hey, you don't want Marie. that, do you? Uh, yeah. I feel like when you have a baby, you just open the gateway for everyone to come over every time. We've got another one here. When I first moved out of home, my mum would come over every two days to see if I needed any groceries. I ended up moving back home and she told me she didn't, she didn't want me to get independence because she wanted me to move back home. All right. Okay. Bit of a mother argument there. Yeah. We got, we got mother a, bird. <laughs> we got another one here. I got a drop in for my dad's ex-wife I've never met, who he hasn't seen in 10 years while my mum was home. Too awkward for me to handle, especially when she brought up their Bali honeymoon. No. Oh, no. What no about- one wants to hear about what happened in Bali. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else said, our neighbour dropped by and I answered the door naked, thinking it was my partner. I've only ever waved at the neighbours and there was nothing near me to grab 
to hide all my bits and bobs. So I just slammed the door back in their face. LMAO moved houses quite soon after. I wonder if they moved would. houses or you moved houses. That was so <laughs> traumatised. You both moved houses because of the yeah. incident and you're in the same neighbourhood now. Reconvene. Everybody loves Raymond. Actually, I just thought of another time someone's just dropped in. It was you, Callum, and there's been a promo floating around for probably three months about what happened uh, when you me. dropped in you and sat on my TV remote. <laughs> you invited me over. Yeah, that was a weird TV remote of yours, Davo. <laughs> You're listening to Davo, Tom and Callum, the podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Wrong, 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 wrong. It's a total fabrication. You're wrong. That is not the correct answer. Davo, Tom and Callum presents You Gotta Get It Wrong on Fresh 92.7. Yes. You gotta get it wrong. 13 seconds to answer five questions incorrectly. Now we do have four contestants today, so hopefully one of those four can defeat this losing streak we've been on. Yes, a five-day losing streak at the moment. We want to see one win before the end of the week, so we're heading over to Sandy Creek and we've got Paul. Paul, mate, are you ready to get it wrong? Hey, guys. First time caller, long time listener. You beauty. (laughs) Lovely to hear it. (laughs) How are you feeling this morning, Paul? Do you reckon you got what it takes? Oh, I hope so, because my wife tells me I'm wrong all the time. <laughs> hey, you're the expert then. We've yeah. got an elite right here, Jeez, an man. athlete of the game. All right, let's do this. <laughs> all right, Paul. Hamish and Andy are famous what? Singers. Is it the first day of summer? Yes. Humpty Dumpty. No. Oh, matey moon. Unfortunately, it is the first day of ah. summer today, Paul. Damn it. Your uh, wife was hey. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good on you, Paul. All right, we're heading over to Largs North. We've got Tam- Tamika on the line. Tamika, good morning to you. Are you ready to get it wrong? I sure am. All right, you beauty. Take it away, Callum. All right. What festival is taking place tomorrow? Bacon Festival. Who, who was Ned Kelly? My mum. How do you stop hiccups? What? What colour are seagulls? Green. What's in Area 51? <gasps> a wheel. Yay! Samika <laughs> from Logs North, you've got us off the losing streak. Congratulations. Thank you so much as well. Yeah. To That's me, pretty good. Yeah. How, how are you feeling? Are you a bit stuck? Are you a bit like shocked at the moment or? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, congratulations again to you, Tamika, and thank you so much for getting us off this five-day losing streak. We're back on the winners list, baby. Sometimes me think, what is friend? Then me say, friend is someone to listen to Dave or Tom and Callum podcast. Mmm, cookie. Nom, 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 nom. Guys, this year's People's Choice winner for the McCary Dictionary Word of the Year has been announced, finally. I All know right. everyone was waiting for it. You've been on your toes with waiting. What's this word going to be? <laughs> yep. Well, it's Bachelor's Handbag. Bachelor's Handbag? Bachelor's so, Handbag. Can now, you give the description? Because I think I know what it is. Yeah, you're, you're probably asking what is a Bachelor's Handbag, right? It's uh, It refers to a takeaway roast chicken, like mm. a Coles hot chocolate. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, what I've we're always, talking. I've always called it the tradies handbag because you always see a guy in fluoros walking around with that. Well, They're probably so, a bachelor too, Damo. <laughs> <laughs> so you're almost the pioneer of that. I, I, before this article came out, I heard you using that term quite a bit. Yes, I certainly. I, lo- I love that term. I think it's a great term because exactly what it is. It, it you know, never see a tradie with a handbag unless he's got a roast chook. No, no, always. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's an handheld as well. It's an interesting one. I wonder, you know, when you carry bags of shopping in from the shopping mart and all that, and you see how many you can take, how many bags possibly could you take? Do you reckon anyone's holding more than three, more than four bachelor's handbags? Is it possible? No, no, probably not. not. Yeah, it's not possible to eat that much. Ultimate bachelor, Osher Gunsberg would say yes. (laughs) So (laughs) someone can do that out there. Some of the past winners of this award include uh, Karen. You know, oh. classic yes, uh, like yes. managers and uh, classic. Yep, yeah, uh, stroll out, which is another one ref- refers to the leisurely pace of Australia's vaccine rollout. <laughs> <laughs> These were past winners, so now we've got bachelor's handbag. Why that- I mean, that's a clear winner out of the three of <laughs> yeah. them, right? Yeah, why why yeah, are all the other ones such world issues and serious stuff? And now we've resorted <laughs> yeah. to bachelor's handbag to talk about a tradie with a chicken in this. I like, in his I hand. like how you're referring <laughs> to the the Karens as a world problem. Yeah, <laughs> well, it is. <laughs>